Welcome to Men Alive, a biblical journey to help us conform to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, a consultant in adult education, director of Go Teach Global, and author of the book Men Alive. Dr. Jim. This is perhaps one of the strangest years in current history. While we're speaking to you by radio, a worldwide pandemic is underway. It began in January 2020 in Wuhan, China. I have heard it referred to as the Wuhan virus, the Chinese virus, coronavirus, and COVID-19 virus. But regardless of the name, the reality is the same. Some 5% of the people who get the virus end up dying from it. I cannot recall so many conversations with relatives and friends about death, dying, and eternity. I have one elderly cousin, I will call Cuz, who said to me in a phone call, I'm not afraid to die. I've had a good life. To which I asked, Where are you going when you die, Cuz? Heaven was the reply. That's great. So when you get to heaven, what will you say to God is the reason why he should let you in? I'm not saying anything, Jim. He knows my life. He weighs the good things I did and the bad things. And if the good outweighs the bad, he will let me in. I asked, do you really believe that, cuz? Yes, I do. Would you like to know how you can guarantee entry into heaven? Are you going to tell me I have to be born again? Cuz Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. You have to ask God to forgive you of your sins and accept the payment of Christ's shed blood when he died for you and then rose again to take us with him to heaven. Then I asked my cousin, would you be willing to read John's Gospel, chapter 3, and stop reading at verse 16, and pray to accept Christ? As I speak to you on this radio program, my cousin is trying to decide whether to accept or reject Christ's offer of eternal life. I pray everyone listening will do the same, to guarantee your entry into heaven for all of eternity. Jesus had a lot to say to his disciples about the future. He was preparing them to be his witnesses, to tell others he was the Messiah, the Passover Lamb of God, the one and only Son of God, so that whoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. The decision is ours to make freely before we die and face God after rejecting his gift of grace. Jesus taught his disciples about the future in Matthew 24. As Jesus was leaving the temple grounds, his disciples pointed out to him the various temple buildings. But he responded, Do you see all these buildings? I tell you the truth. They will be completely demolished. Not one stone will be left on top of another. As a quick side note, that event has already happened in 70 AD. The Romans invaded Israel and destroyed the temple. Later, Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives. His disciples came to him privately and said, Tell us, when will all this happen? What sign will signal your return and the end of the world? Jesus told them, Don't let anyone mislead you, for many will come in my name claiming, I am the Messiah. They will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and threats of wars, but don't panic. Yes, these things must take place, but the end won't follow immediately. 
Nation will go to war against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in many parts of the world, but all this is only the first of the birth pains with more to come. Then you will be arrested, persecuted, and killed. You will be hated all over the world because you are my followers. And many will turn away from me and betray and hate each other. Many false prophets will appear and will deceive many people. Sin will be rampant everywhere, and the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. And the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Verse 32, further on in the chapter, Jesus continues and he says, Now learn a lesson from the fig tree. When its branches bud and its leaves begin to sprout, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see all these things, you can know his return is very near, right at the door. I tell you the truth, this generation will not pass from the scene until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. Many Bible teachers believe the fig tree is a symbolic image for Israel. And since the modern state of Israel was formed in 1948, some suggested that if a generation was 40 years, and scripture said this generation is not going to pass away, then the end of the world would come in 1988. I remember the guy who sold thousands of copies of his book in the 1980s titled 88 Reasons Why Jesus Has to Return in 1988. As I recall, they were selling for less than half price in 1989. Jesus said, No one knows the day or hour when these things will happen, not even the angels in heaven or the Son himself. Only the Father knows. And perhaps some of our listeners do not know that you are listening to Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham from Go Teach Global. Dr. Jim has written a book compiling many insights and biblical principles related to the 12 primary roles of a man. Its title is the same as this radio program, Men Alive, Conforming to the Image of Jesus Christ. You can access a copy on Amazon.com or on GoTeachGlobal.com. Dr. Jim would be so encouraged to hear from you today. Please contact him at menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Your encouragement is vital for the continuation of this program. That email address again is menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. So, Jim, did Jesus make any other statements about when he would return? Scripture says, When the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was in Noah's day. In those days before the flood... The people were enjoying banquets and parties and weddings right up to the time Noah entered his boat. People didn't realize what was going to happen until the flood came and swept them all away. That is the way it'll be when the Son of Man comes. How would you describe the days of Noah? Paul, like Christ's early disciples, you and I both believe there was a man named Noah. He really lived on earth, and we believe what the Bible says about his world. Noah's world was bad, really bad, so bad God regretted making man. And God said to Noah, I have decided to destroy all living creatures, for they have filled the earth with violence. 
Yes, I will wipe them all out along with the earth. God had Noah spend 100 years building an ark and saved Noah and his three sons and their wives and two of every animal and bird. Then Genesis 7.23 says, God wiped out every living thing on the earth, people, livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground, and all the birds of the sky. All were destroyed. The only people who survived were Noah and those with him in the boat. Jesus believed the story of Noah. In fact, Jesus said, and I'm quoting the New Living Translation, In those days, the people enjoyed banquets and parties and weddings right up to the time Noah entered his boat and the flood came and destroyed them all. Many people believe the world will just keep on going and going and going. Banquets, parties, weddings, right up until the world ends. That is why the current Wuhan Chinese Corona COVID-19 virus has been such a shock. It feels like overnight sports were canceled, Olympics delayed, airlines canceled flights, some countries introduced martial law and locked people in their homes to stop the spread of this disease. Even cash was forbidden in some regions as it was believed to spread germs. It got me thinking. How did Jesus equip his disciples to be conformed to his image and carry on his ministry? He laid out the conditions for being his disciple very clearly. Bottom line, the disciple is not above his teacher. What happens to Jesus will happen to you. He said, I am going to Jerusalem to die. You are also going to die. In John chapter 6, Jesus gave a very hard teaching, and from that time, many of his disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. So Jesus asked the twelve, Do you want to leave too? Simon Peter replied, Lord, to whom would we go? You have the words of eternal life. We believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Are we going to remain faithful during difficult days or give up and no longer walk with Christ? It's a hard question. In Luke's gospel, a puzzling question is asked, When the Son of Man returns, how many will he find on the earth who have faith? Paul, read the end of Matthew 24 about how Jesus says it is all going to end. Two men will be working together in the field. One will be taken, the other left. Two women will be grinding flour at the mill. One will be taken, the other left. So you too must keep watch, for you don't know what day your Lord is coming. Understand this, if a homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would keep watch and not permit his house to be broken into. You also must be ready all the time, for the Son of Man will come when least expected. A faithful, sensible servant is one to whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. If the master returns and finds that the servant has done a good job, there will be a reward. I tell you the truth, the master will put that servant in charge of all he owns. But what if the servant is evil and thinks, My master won't be back for a while, and he begins beating the other servants, partying and getting drunk. The master will return unannounced and unexpected, and he will cut the servant to pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. It's going to happen, men. 
sooner rather than later. Even if we want to consider a generation to be 80 years and add that number to the formation of the modern state of Israel formed in 1948, that brings it to 2028. So no matter when Jesus comes back to earth, as we meet him face to face and claim entry to heaven by his grace and faith to believe Jesus is King of Kings and Lord of Lords alive evermore, the following question must be answered by every listener. Are you ready? I pray you are. There you have it, men. Are you ready for Jesus coming again? For a free PDF copy of the third edition of our book, Standing Strong Through the Storm, contact Dr. Jim at menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. That's menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Men Alive is a production of Go Teach Global. Visit our website at goteachglobal.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks, on behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham, reminding you that Jesus said in Luke 6.40, the student who is fully trained will become like the teacher. Our goal as learners is to become men alive, conform to the image of Jesus Christ, our master teacher. Our master teacher.